Welcome the founder and host of BuddyCast, Nick Sorensen. Adio, buddios. It's time for everybody's favorite show, BuddyCast. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen, and joining me today is another fellow Erie podcaster, my buddy, Dill Spears from Idiotville. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for stopping on BuddyCast. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. Awesome. So first I got to ask, how did you come up with the name Dale Spears? Uh, it's kind of a convoluted story, but we needed stage names. And uh, when I was in the in the military, we had a running joke that everybody had uh, a secret name that was a uh, an adult movie star name. And my adult movie star name was Dale Spears. So uh, I just kind of kept it and it, it seemed to work out well. And with Brent Liberty using his, uh, it it fit. Nice. So, plus, I love pickles. Nice. Who doesn't? You know. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I have to give somebody a little skepticism if they don't like pickles. Mm-hmm. You know what you we know what we have to talk about now is the pickle beer segment again. We have to bring that up for someone who may or may not be watching this episode right now. Oh goodness! Yeah, we had. Um, there's a, a brewery in Pittsburgh. I think it's East End Brewery. I might be wrong on the name. Uh, they did a collaboration with Primani Brothers for a pickle. It was like a pickle sour, I think, or a pickle ale. And uh, our girl, Anna, who's on the show, was like, we have to try this beer. And it was the lowest rated beer we have ever had. Brent gave it a, I think Brent gave it a zero. I was about uh, to say, Brent probably gave it a negative. I wouldn't let him. I think he wanted to. I gave it, I think I gave it 0.25. It wound up being like a 0.5 average because uh, our guest on the show uh, gave it like a 1.5 because she's really nice, mm. but it was, it was so bad. Oh, oh. We did, I'll, I'll tell you what, Nick, on a, on a, a little inside baseball, we did one today. Uh, it was called Fruity Schloop. And it was a, uh, it was this wonderful sour ale with hints of like chocolate and graham cracker and marshmallow in it. And it was one of the, not only one of the best sours I've ever had, it was one of the best beers I've ever had. It was great. And it really set the tone for me to have a great day because it's what there, there was uh, like when I opened it, they had gotten a little, a little jostled. So the foam came up out of the can and it left like this brown sugar residue on the top of the can. But golly, was it good. I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. Nice. Now, before we go into more about the beer segment, how did you find out or how did you find the opportunity with Idiotville? How did you guys create Idiotville? Well, Brent and I uh, worked together as what we like to affectionately refer to as urban pirates back about 
oh gosh, I guess it's about nine years ago now. Uh, we were we were repo men and payment collectors for one of the major uh, rent to own companies. And when you have to ride around in a truck with somebody for ten hours a day, uh, you know, four to five days a week, either you're going to get along really well or you're going to hate each other by the end. Fortunately, Brent and I think about things the same way. And what wound up happening was we're you know I mean we would just do this fun stuff and. Like we had these games that we would play while we were driving. I was like, we should do a podcast. And it was one of those, yeah, we should do a podcast. We should do a podcast. And then one day I was on Amazon looking for something and they had podcast mics for sale. And I was like, I am absolutely going to buy these because they were like 50% off. So what we did was we bought two of those and we had a setup in my basement for Oh, about a year. And then uh, we, we came up with the name Idiotville based on the comment sections in a lot of the local news websites where we wanted to get on and call those people out for their constantly negative attitudes about everything. But uh, we realized that what was happening was we were calling out the same people all the time. So we're like, you know, let's let's move into something different. So we kind of decided that the best way to do it was we want Erie to be better. We want we want good things to happen here and we want people to know about the good things that are happening. So the the name itself is kind of a misnomer and if you're ever getting into podcasting, be really careful about what you name your show because we're kind of stuck with it at this point, but we own it. We love it. And and it gives people a chance to say, idiot, Bill, what's that? And then we can tell them, hey, this is our podcast that we do. And, and here's where you can find it. And uh, we're having the best time. We recorded our 212th episode this morning. Wow. Yeah. Uh, a little over four years. Uh, we started in April of 2018. And uh, we've been recording basically nonstop. We went remote during the the lockdown for the pandemic, which was, uh, we were, we were all in pretty bad mental places then, but, uh, we, we fought through it and we were able to uh, bring the show, uh, to everybody every week as often as we could. And, uh, we, I think we're stronger now than we ever were. Nice. And where can people find Idiotville? Where, where can they, where is it located? Uh, you can find us uh, anywhere that you get your podcast. You can get Spotify, Apple podcast, Google play, basically anywhere. If, if it's a podcasting platform, we're there. And nice. we, have, we have, we've launched a couple of other shows. Uh, the big one that we're doing right now is Brent, uh, Ryan and I are doing one called NFL sports where it's uh, our take on the old school eerie, sports talk radio scene because it doesn't exist anymore there's no local sports talk anymore and we wanted to carry on that tradition of guys like chico borman and red hughes and jim lekorchik where they talked about eerie stuff in sports so we concentrate on you know the local big league teams like the steelers and the indian i'm sorry the guardians like mm -hmm. it's going to take me a long time to do that it's um, going to take everyone a long time for that name yeah, and so uh, we actually just dropped our first episode of that, I would say, an hour ago. 
We mm. recorded it Wednesday, and we've got some great interviews. Uh, we have an interview about uh, Major League Baseball. We have an interview about uh, how the Buffalo Bills are going to be this year, and uh, we're going to we're going to stick to that, I think. And it's going to be a, a just a, a rocking good time. It's it, talking sports is what we do, so we're Solid. we're really enjoying it. Solid. If you ever find a way to get remote people on there, like get like you know some like uh, virtual people, I might have some good names for you. Uh, we would love that. We would absolutely love that. Anything mm-hmm. that you can do to help us out, you know, mm-hmm. we would love it. I'll have to reach out to my buddy uh, Vince Papale for you. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. That would be great. Mm-hmm. See, you already have listeners. Someone started listening to this before they even before this episode even aired. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, I was actually uh, listening in because I always like to make sure that I sound good. And I never do. So, <laughs> uh, so on top of podcasting, you know, what do your um, what do your co-hosts mean to you? How much do they mean to you personally? Having you said Brent, Anna, all them in the studio. Uh, well, I have to say that they are the best group of people that I've ever done any project with. Uh, I, I don't hesitate to say that Brent is one of the best friends that I've ever had. Uh, he's been with me through a lot. Um, Anna fit right in with us. Uh, I think she might have had some skepticism at the start, but she is she fits right in and she has strong opinions about a lot of things. And we love to have that that female voice. Now, I don't want to say that she's a token female because she's not. Uh, she has a strong voice and she has a lot of uh, a lot of solid opinions about things and she contributes much more than I could ever say to how our show goes. And, and, you know, Ryan is, he, he's another, he's one of the best guys I've ever met. Ted Brogan, uh, as infrequently as he's on is quite possibly the funniest human being I've ever, I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. He, he has the, the, he has the wit to drop something funny in, no matter the situation that will make you laugh. And uh, of course, we, I can't forget uh, the the one and only Jake News, who is, as of right now, probably the busiest person I know. He's He's got his regular job. He's got a business that he's running. He's a councilman in, in Wesleyville. He's doing it all. And, and, you know, there were some guys that were uh, part of the show. Originally, Steve Castle was on for about, about two years, and he uh, decided to move on and then Marty Balake moved down to South Carolina and he's doing his own show down there with our friend, Doug. Uh, they do one called Charleston in charge, which Ooh. is, it's my, that's my favorite name for a podcast ever. Cause he lives in Charleston, South Carolina. And they, they just, they talk about traveling and they talk about all things Charleston and, and, and being kind of an expatriate because, you know, Doug is from Lawrence park and now he lives in Orlando and, Marty is, he was a transplant from Athens, Ohio. He was in Erie for 10 years, and then he moved to South Carolina. And Marty is another one of those people. He's one of the best people I know. Um, he uh, he was there for me a lot when uh, when my late wife was very sick. Mm. And uh, he was here a lot, uh, did a lot for me. Same with the rest of them. Uh, I, I wouldn't be in nearly the mental state that I'm in the, the positive outlook that I have on life. If it hadn't been for, 
for that crew because they they kept me grounded and they kept me sane. If it hadn't been for your buddies, you know, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, on top of um, your co-hosts, you know, basically being your buddies, how much does podcasting mean to you? Like, what has podcasting done for you personally? It's allowed me to exercise parts of my brain that I didn't really know that I could, like the the patience of audio editing, the the constant uh, ebb and flow of interviews and things like that. I'm much more gregarious now than I ever was before we started interviewing people. I have uh, I've met so many awesome people and found out so many great things about our town. And I, I've been recognized. I was, I got recognized by a lady at the post office one day because she heard my voice. Like it's given me this sense of this is a thing and we're not just doing it for us. We're doing it so that other people can hear it and, and follow along. And we just have the, the best time doing it. And it's, it's allowed me to have a sideline. Like when my wife passed away, I really needed a distraction and it's really, really helped. And mm-hmm. I, it's not something that I would ever want to give up. And I've constantly got like, Hey, this would be a great idea for a podcast. And I'm like, there's only 24 hours in a day Dill. So, you know, <laughs> maybe just, maybe uh, just do the two that you're doing and hold off. But I, it, it makes me want to create like that whole creator vibe has been wonderful for me nice and you're right podcasting does help you know i always say a bad day of podcasting is better than a good day at work you know right. and it's it's that distraction like you mentioned no matter what you're going through just doing that's why i love BuddyCast so much meeting people hearing their stories hearing about how a simple podcast has changed your life I, you know just if you were told i always tell people you go back two years ago and say, this is going to be where this idea is leading you to. I was shaking my head. Like, what are you talking about? You know? Right. Yeah. It's, it's a whole new world. And a lot of times I have to explain to people what a podcast is, especially older people, Mm -hmm. Um, not necessarily people, uh, you know, my age. And I, I think I'm, I'm quite a bit older than you are, uh, (laughs) but definitely not people your age, but, uh, I I have to explain like my parents and you know maybe some older people that I work with. Uh, this is how you get a podcast. This is how you listen to a podcast. This is not your dad's AM radio. Hmm. And you're right. It's all and what I love about podcasting is you can make it out of anything. You know, we can be just three, three or four friends just chatting it up. You can be someone who wants to interview somebody. You know for what makes them unique you could be someone who has there's a podcast out there about video game music for crying out loud you know oh my gosh yes alex does uh he does such a great job with yes. that. like I, and i love like soundtracks and video game music and stuff like that and he does such a great job of capturing it mm-hmm. that he he is such a and he is such a big part of that community uh like after we did our interview with him we got a couple of really nice emails about him where it was, I'm so happy you got to talk to him because he does so much for so many people in this community. And we were, we were blown away by just that, that genre of entertainment that 
you know, maybe you or I don't don't follow along with. But Alex is also a great part of the Erie podcast scene. You know, he's been doing it for a long, long time. And um, and I'll, I'll throw somebody else's name out there. Um, JJ Hodges, who does uh, for Comic Junkies. I've been on his, I was on his show on Wednesday. We did a review of a Spider-Man story that I loved. And he is uh, without a doubt, one of the most prolific podcasters in Erie. He does such a great job with that show. And it's uh, him, he and I are are kindred spirits when it comes to comic books. So uh, we, we get along famously when he was on our show. Oh, probably last fall. Uh, the, the rest of them were just like sitting back looking and I, and I just ramrodded the entire interview with him. Cause I was so interested in, in how he feels about comics. And it was, it was so much fun. Nice. Now you mentioned a bunch of Erie podcasters. Um, let me ask you about guests. Who are some notable guests that you've had on your show? Oh my goodness. Um, we had, uh, we've had Christy Genevis on, she ran for, uh, she ran for Congress a couple of years ago. Uh, she is an, an entrepreneur, a, a business person, a college professor, a politician. Uh, she is one of the most fun guests we've had. Uh, we had Tyler Titus on when they were running for uh, county executive, like right before the election. Uh, we've had uh, politicians. We've had Ryan Bizarro, uh, Chris Campazelli, uh, or Chris Campanelli. I can't talk today. I'm sorry. Uh, we had a couple of candidates for mayor. We've had a ton of business people on local entrepreneurs. Uh, we had, uh, Brandon Staraki was on last week. He's a, a local creator who is doing his own independent comic, which was, uh, it was a lot of fun to talk to him about that. We've had, uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> I'm sorry, that comment is spectacular. Uh, we had, oh gosh, uh, Michael Balco. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's our, our local NFL insider. He's the one who broke the story nationally of Baker Mayfield going to the Carolina Panthers. It was on uh, it was on Pat McAfee's podcast. Wow. On, on his show. Yeah, they... They showed the uh, they showed the tweet from him, and then it got picked up by the big guys like Schefter. But he had it first. Wow! Yeah, that's saying something. It really, it really, it really does. Um, we've had Nick Sorensen on, and he was great on our show. We had so much fun with him. Um, <laughs> we've had. I was going to ask about that at the end. Yeah, we've had uh, some some. We had the folks from uh, Maza Vineyards on. We have had the guys from blissful meads we've had chris k who runs a taco lips food truck Ooh, yeah i love tacos and he is it's it's always wonderful when he comes on because he always brings us tacos and we have a great time with him he um, was a sponsor of yours too wasn't he he still is yeah he sponsors our beer segment when we uh we sample uh we originally sampled a lot of local beers but we drink most of them. So what we've decided to do is kind of expand into basically any craft beer we can get. Um, we've done uh, just all, I, I, I couldn't tell you all the guests we've had. Uh, we had uh, Chuck Nelson was another recent one that he was great. 
he was he was really great. And then today we had um we had Jake on and he he had uh if he wasn't the executive director at CAM, he would be a regular on our show because he fit right in and he was absolutely fantastic as a guest. Brilliant. Now, buddy, I got to play a quick ad from our sponsors, but we'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. This BuddyCast is brought to you by Harbor Ridge Golf Course. If you're in the Erie area looking to play a quick nine, sharpen your skills on the putting green or driving range, or looking to play playing golf while having some quality time with buddies, head over to Harbor Ridge at 3730 Harbor Ridge Trail. When you're finished, head over to the Harbor View Grill to enjoy a good meal, some live music, a gorgeous view of Lake Erie, and some more good times. Call them today at 814-898-4653. Tell my buddy Adam that Buddy sent you. And that was Harbor Ridge Golf Course. You you golf deal? Uh, I used to. We were actually supposed to play in the, uh, the Bayfront Boys scramble today, but that got overtaken by events. I haven't been on the golf course to play around in probably – Gosh, probably five years. Hmm. I just, I just don't get out on the course enough. Uh, I, uh, and, and of course, I was actually kind of grateful because I, my, my very uh, excited canine companion Abraham decided that he was gonna go charging after a very small bunny the other day, and I took a funny step and pulled my quadricep muscle. Ooh. So um, that I was definitely out of uh, playing any golf this weekend, but. I mean, I, I really want to get back on the course just because I need to get outside and get some exercise and you know, drink beer in the sun instead of in a studio. Yeah. I will say for our sponsors, they do have a pro that could help you if you're ever in need of lessons or any just looking just to tune up your game a little bit, you know? Absolutely. And uh, I, I've had a few lessons with uh, with pros at various courses, and they've never, never not helped me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always it, there's always something that you can do to tinker with your swing that'll make it better i have a funny story so i had a golf pro on this show his name is dan steen and i took mm-hmm. lessons for him from him as a kid literally it was like i was making bets with my father and grandfather i bet you i can hit that uh i can hit the um machine that's collecting all the balls out there you know what perfect I'd get on the real golf course, you know, that would be with, with Steen there. I'd get on the real golf course. I'd be lucky to hit it from like your bookshelf over there to like your door or something like that, you know? Yeah. That's, that's me. I'll tattoo the ball on the driving range and then I'll get on the course and I'll be going that way or that way, but never right down the middle. Uh, But then that one day he was on the course with me and I was just having in the words of Caddyshack, the greatest game of my life. (laughs) <laughs> like I didn't know what was going on. So basically I'm never golfing without him next to me. Let's just put it that way. Right. I don't blame you a bit. You, you have to, you have to have your good luck charm there, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Now this next question, keeping it audience appropriate, of course, keeping it buddy, like what's probably what some of the funniest things that have happened on Idiotville. The truly funniest things that have happened on Idiotville are not uh, not appropriate for this particular venue. That's why um, I said keep it buddy like. <laughs> we've had uh, we've had so many hilarious moments, just funny things that have happened. I I really couldn't nail down one that is uh, that is something that I could talk about here. 
Um, I, I would say, oh my gosh, uh, it's got to be Jake News rambling history of Erie that that made me feel like we were in that scene in uh, Billy Madison where where the guy's like, nowhere in your rambling response did you form anything close to a coherent thought. We are now all dumber for having heard it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. That's how we all felt when Jake was done with that. We're like, but we still crack up about that. Uh, It Uh, it was just, it was so funny. Or mm -hmm. honestly, the, the, the pickle beer segment. Oh, that's my my favorite. Cause just Brent's reaction is just hysterical with that. He was openly gagging on the mic. He's like, "Oh, oh, and it was like to see him in person. He just looked like somebody had just kicked him right below the belt. Like he was just like, I can't believe we're drinking this. But he was um, he was the comedy relief that day. That beer was awful, but he made it so much better because he was so funny. I remember asking him when I came on the show, I asked him about it. I'm like, so what's this pickle beer? And he's just like, oh, god awful. Don't try it. Don't recommend. <laughs> just, just stay away from it. Don't even yeah. like it was almost instant. Like I basically asked you like about this movie or whatever. And you knew like you would never see that movie again. If someone paid you or something, you know, no, no, I, I would not. I, if I were dying of thirst and somebody offered me that beer, I'd have to really think about it before I took it. Mm, that's how bad it was. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So now you have the beer segment you have. Yes. When you guys come up with content ideas, what's the process like? Well, what you should put your brain in the the mindset of is we had four guys on that show who were all grown men with ADHD. So it was like a pot of spaghetti at a boil. There there's no there was no real process for the longest time. And we've started to get much more uh, in tune with what we need to do. We, we come up with a framework for questions. Like, what are we going to talk about? We get some background on our guests. We do an introduction. And then we just see where the conversation takes us. One, nice. thing that, one thing that we do is we do record the beer segment live before the show and then insert it in the middle. Because what that does for us is it actually gets us a little bit loosened up. You know, a a good beer will never fail to relax me. And when I'm relaxed, I'm I'm much more open. And when our guests are relaxed, they're usually a little bit more forthcoming with with stories and stuff like that. Um, And then, you know, we we have had segments in that we've we've we had our idiot of the week. We had uh, an ongoing segment where Brent and I affected that old old-timey 1940s transatlantic accent, you know, Brent Liberty here, just like that. And we would do that, especially for some reason, when we were talking about the former president of Erie City Council, Sonia Arrington. It just, for whatever reason, we wanted to do it like breaking news from the 40s. So that's what we did. 
And uh, now we've started doing the the Idiotville questions at the end of every show where I fire off. Uh, I We put a minute on the clock and I fire off uh, 10 questions rapid fire just to get people's answers to them. Like first thing that pops into their head. It's so much fun. Brilliant. Yeah, now, yeah. now, BuddyCast exclusive, do you have any upcoming guests you'd like to promote or you can let us in on? At this time, there's nobody that I can really talk about, uh, but needless to say, we will be having some some excellent guests on here uh, starting about middle of August. Uh, I honestly don't have access to the calendar right now. My phone's in the other room, uh, and that has our calendar on it, so I can't see who our guests are. And I let Brent take care of that because I'm more of the I'm more of the logistics end as far as uh, producing, editing stuff like that but um i i i know that we have a lot of guests coming up but i i i apologize i didn't no problem, have no problem. a list let me ask you this if you had the choice of the schedule if it was your turn to pick who you want who would be some people that you'd really want on idiotville uh one person i would really like to talk to is john fetterman who's running for senate in pennsylvania i would love to talk to him just because he is he is such a neat guy, I would really, really like to talk to uh, Dan Laughlin, who is our state senator, about mm-hmm. a lot of things. We've just kind of missed connections with him, and I'd really like to have the opportunity to, to sit with him. Um, as far as uh, locally, somebody who's not a politician, there's just so, so many people. Um one person that I would love to sit down with for a, a long interview is somebody who's been in, like, been in Erie News for a long time. Like somebody like, um, I don't know, like Joey Stevens, who was on the air forever in Erie, or uh, Lisa Zampa, who has, I think she's been on the air at Channel 12 as long as I have lived in Erie. I would love to sit down and talk to her about it. Um there's, you know, just so many, so many people, but mm-hmm. they're, those are the ones that really stick out for me, especially, uh, especially Senator Laughlin and, and uh, the Lieutenant Governor. I would love to have the opportunity to sit with them. Brilliant. Brilliant. You should ask some of my people from uh, Channel 24. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I, I have a funny story about that that I'll tell you off the air. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, it's uh, it it's uh, there's a potential conflict of interest, so that's why we're not uh, having uh, a lot of newscasters on. Yeah, let's not let's not get me fired now. Right, favorite. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, what about celebrity guests? If you could, if like, say there was a genie here and granting you any celebrity that you wanted on your show, who would you pick? Oh gosh, um, I would love to. Uh, I would love to talk to Pat McAfee, who does the Pat McAfee show. I think he would be great. I would I would adore the opportunity to sit with somebody who's built something like he has from the ground up and just pick his brain. I think he would be a great interview. Uh, another one that I would love to talk to would be uh, President Obama. I would, if you could put President Obama on a Zoom with me for 15 minutes, I probably wouldn't know what to say, but I would, I, love the about him. I would love to be able to talk to him. 
I have a story about him. So, you know, you've heard the backstory of Buddy Cash, how it's named after my grandfather and all that, you know, because he was he always called me Buddy. My grandfather got to speak to President Obama one on one. When he came to Erie back in 2008, they, ha- you know, my grandfather was one of his greatest campaign you know, workers. Like he was their top caller, you know, the person that you are, that's always calling you that 90 percent of the time you don't answer because, you know, this is a political thing that you're just going to get into this with someone. Oh, yeah. He was the one, but he wouldn't talk to you like, you know, here's the facts and figures of why you should vote for it. He would talk to you like, here's what I'm looking for when I look for a president. Here's what I look for when, and this is why I know this guy fits the bill. This isn't just your average politician. This is the real deal. And people loved that. So he had the best record, you know, of all their callers. And they picked about, I think, like, Five to ten support, you know, five to ten people from the campaign was like, okay, you people are the lucky few who are going to meet back then Senator Obama. But you, Rob, are the, you, Bob, are the only one who gets to speak because we want you to tell him your story. Oh, my gosh, that is so great. I, wow, I, I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know what to say if I got to sit with him, but He's I would absolutely love to. Here's the first thing he said, Senator Obama, it is an honor and a privilege to be talking to you today. So then after the whole, you know, after his whole campaign, after his whole speech, he runs, you know, he goes down, shakes everyone's hand. I'll never forget this moment. For some reason, I turned around for like five seconds because I thought I heard something and I felt someone go. And I looked over and he went, come here, guys, calling the like Senator Casey and said, I want you to meet my biggest supporter. I froze. I I shook his hand and everything. And he he moved on. He shook my grandfather's hand, pulled my grandfather in and said in his ear, between you and me, the pleasure was all mine. See, that's a guy who knows how to let people know that they're appreciated. Yes. And my grandfather never forgot that story. He got mail from President Obama when he was elected. I got mail from the White House. You know, like Christmas cards and everything. Wow. And was just so thankful. Oh, that is, wow, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather, I asked my grandfather about that because I did a report on the president about like maybe in 2014 or like 2013, you know, years later. Mm-hmm. And I asked him what his experience was. And he told me that experience as if it just happened yesterday. It's it's something you'll never forget. Never. Never, I'll ever never. forget. I was stunned when I when he when I felt this hand on my shoulder. I was just frozen. So you're right. If I could have President Obama not to talk politics, not you know, because I try to do my best to sway away from politics on this show, you know, absolutely. But just to talk to him about that, just to talk to him about what it means to be a buddy or something, it would be, as my grandfather said, an honor and a pleasure. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. So, um, you know, now I got to ask. You mentioned all the platforms you're on. Um, where else can our buddies learn about Idiotville? Well, we've got a Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Idiotville. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, it's at Idiotville underscore Dill. Uh, we also have an Idiotville uh, Productions website, which is in a basically a constant state of flux, but it's uh, IdiotvilleProductions.com. Uh, we have a Patreon. We're on Instagram. 
Just look for Idiotville Podcast. We're we're literally everywhere. Nice. Nice. Now, buddy, I've got two questions that I always ask my buddies that come on the show. First off, you're not a guest. You're a buddy. The first one is brought to us by our buddy Jonas Kane at Hashtag Positivity. He wants to know, in your own words, what does it mean to be someone's buddy? What it means to be someone's buddy to me is you're there for them through thick and thin. You support them because they're your buddy, not just because what they're doing is, you know, is right or wrong, but you're there to support your friends, to pick them up. If they fall, you're there to boost them up when they succeed. And to me, that's the most important part of being a buddy. When one of my friends says, I'm, you know, I'm having a bad day with this or whatever. My first question is always, is there anything I can do for you? Yeah, that's, everybody. that's, it's, and, and I've even tried to move away from that as I've gotten older to not, is there anything that I can do for you? What do you need me to do? Is there some, what, what can I do to help you? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that just sometimes just offering to help people when they're having a bad day is, is enough to make them feel a little bit better. And to me, that's, that's the essence of what it means to be a buddy. Brilliant. And now, buddy, it's time for what we call the ultimate buddy cast buddy question. You ready for this one? Uh, yeah, let me uh, let me get stretched here. All right. Uh, for anyone out there who wants to follow their dream and create a podcast like you've created, what's your advice to them? Do it. Do it. Find somebody who knows how to do it. Look at, go to YouTube and, and how do I start podcasting? Find the best equipment that you can afford don't overspend at the beginning because if you don't like it like say you try this and you don't like it suddenly you've got six hundred dollars worth of equipment we started our podcast for 75 dollars in my basement four years ago just find a place where you can put a microphone and plug in a computer and start recording and and talk about something that you want to talk about because i guarantee you there's other people out there that really want to listen to it always the the amount of things that you can find a podcast about i i cannot fathom that there's something that there's not a podcast about like we said you know it's a great show but there's a show about video game music for crying out loud so you're right yes yes I um the number of pro wrestling podcasts that are out there is astronomical. Mm-hmm. Com- comic books, you no, know, th- and those are just a couple of my interests. I mean, uh, true crime pro- podcasts. I mean, I don't know how anybody listens to the same one. There's so many of them. Mm-hmm. But the- you you can do it if you if you need help. Uh, you can reach out to us. We're happy to help people talk them through. What do you need to do to get started? What what do you need to buy to get started on a podcast? I actually have uh, an Amazon list of what you need to get started for a podcast, as long as you own a computer. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do it from a phone if you want to. That's fine, or an iPad or whatever. But there's a lot of things that you can do uh, to just, just give it a shot, uh, find out what you want to talk about. Uh, reach out to us at podcast at gmail.com. Uh, shoot us an email. Uh, shoot us a message on our on our Facebook page. We are always answering that because there's 
seven or eight people that have access to it. And if there's a question, and they'll, they'll come to me and say, hey, Dill, this person needs some advice about editing or this person needs some advice about getting their show started. Uh, do you want to talk to them? Yes, absolutely I do. I am, I, I love to talk this stuff with people and I love to show them how to do it. Brilliant. Well, buddy, thank you so much for being a buddy here on BuddyCast. Thanks for the advice. Thanks for telling us what it means to be someone's buddy and one of the truest forms I've ever heard. Thank you for talking, idiot, Bill. And it, thank you again for being it, a buddy here on BuddyCast. It was absolutely my pre- my pleasure, buddy. And uh, Nick, it, it's it's that we have to have you back on our show soon. So yes, uh, I, I, I love you. So happy to have been here. And you know you're welcome on BuddyCast anytime. We'll have to do an idiot Bill panel. Oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. That would be so much fun. Yes, for my buddies out there, this is my buddy Dill Spears. Please. Check out Idiot Bill. It's Buddy Cast approved. And hey, Dill, before we end this episode, I have one favor to ask you. Absolutely. Whatever you do today, tomorrow, next week, next month, even next year, please go be someone's buddy. I will do that. Thank you. Alrighty. We'll catch you all next time here on everybody's favorite show, Buddy Cast. Well, the days are going fast Buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last Buddy, buddy, before they've all gone past Buddy, buddy, tune in to Buddy Cats no, Don't feel like it could make it, buddy Here on Buddy Cats